Our special guest today on the Seacoast Sports Forum, a young man that we've been trying to get aboard for quite a while now, and uh, lucky to have him here today with us, uh, Exeter Blue Hawk alum and also a Boston College alum who is going to be a popular man in the Major League Baseball draft in just a few weeks. Cody Morissette, our special guest. Welcome, Cody. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. Really excited to be here today. Well, the uh, summer is coming, and especially that date in July. Uh, it is July, right? July 11th. July 11th. And that's going to be a big day for you. Uh, are you getting nervous, or? You know, uh, I'm not really trying to think too much about it, even though I have to a little bit. Got to do some workouts and stuff, but I'm trying to keep my feet where I'm at because I don't want to rush through this whole summer. Cause it might be my last summer with my family, depending on that day in July. So, you know, I just want to enjoy time with them, enjoy being around Exeter, because who knows where I'll be at next year. Cody, Sam Bruno here. Uh, just wanted to know a little bit about uh, the process of talking with uh, scouts and representatives from major league teams. Uh, how is that happening with you? How, what's, what's it been like? So uh, this fall, we went through all of our meetings with pro teams, and I was fortunate enough to meet with pretty much every single team. So that was a pretty cool experience talking to them, answering questions and, you know, getting to know each and every one of them and them getting to know me. And it was a, it was a really cool process to go th through just to have a major league organization interested in me. And, you know, uh, once those fall meetings were over and uh, the spring came around, I haven't talked to anyone. I just wanted to focus on being in college, being with my team and just focusing on that and, you know, worrying about the rest this time of year. So now we're starting to get back into things. Now the process of workouts, you had mentioned workouts. Do you, have you done any actual physical workouts with team representatives? So we, we just ended this weekend and uh, I dealt with a little bit of a finger injury this year. So I'm getting healthy right now, but we have about a month and a half until uh, the draft. So I'm going to be looking into workouts over the next month and a half. Well, it didn't seem to bother you uh, on the final game for the BC Eagles against Virginia. You had quite a game that day where you had, a, you had four RBIs, you, uh, you had a home run. Uh, you must have felt pretty good ending the season with a nice win like that. Yeah, you know, it was, a, it was a very up and down year for us. And I really just wanted to go out there and enjoy playing baseball with those guys one last time. It was the last time that team was going to be together. It was, a, it was a very bittersweet moment, but, uh, you know, it, could have been my last college game. I don't know what this, this year's got in store for me, but it was definitely a good way to go out this year. You and I spoke a couple of years ago, and at that point we kind of reminisced about your days as a Blue Hawk with the team with Kevin McQueen as your coach. Let's talk about your experience with the Eagles and Coach Gambino. The transition over the three seasons you've been there. Tell us how, how you think you've developed. You know, uh, I was just a kid from New Hampshire, Exeter, New Hampshire. Like I didn't know like how everything would go when I got to college. It was it was very eye-opening when I first got there, and you know I realized, am I am I am I that good? Like I questioned myself at times my first fall, and then I hit the ground running in the spring. Coach really believed in me, and he taught me how to work hard, taught me how to get through struggles, and taught me how to deal with successes. So, you know I really felt that he helped me develop into not only a better baseball player but a better person. And, you know, it just continued my sophomore year. I dealt with a little bit of struggles, and, you know, I had a really good spring, and I just continued to grow as a baseball player and grow as a person, and, you know. I'm definitely ready. I still have the opportunity to go back for one more year next year if the draft doesn't go the way I want it to this year. 
but I'm definitely ready for whatever chapter my life has in store. When I left high school, when I left Fisher Cat Stadium in my last high school baseball game, that this is the career I would have had, I would have told you you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I would have taken, I would have taken it in a second, but it's, it's definitely. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's been a crazy experience, and you know, I, I couldn't have asked for anything more. I'm sure the coaches have helped you just with the approach of how you take a, a bat. You seem to be natural up there from what we see, okay? But obviously the coaches have been working hard with you to just kind of give you more pop or more confidence. Yeah, so good, good stories. I've, I've never actually changed my swing. I've just, uh, the only thing I've really worked on was my approach. Like, okay. you're facing guys who are throwing 95 miles per hour with three or four different pitches night in and night out. And I had to change my approach when I first got there. And, you know, it's really becoming more and more advanced and I'm starting to swing at more of the right pitches now. And, you know, I just want to continue doing that in the next couple of years of my baseball career. Cody, have you pretty much focused on playing second base and uh, as opposed to other infield positions? I'll play anywhere. Like I, I've focused on being the best at all three. Coach, uh, Coach Gambino does that with every freshman infield. He wants to make them understand the game from all three infield positions. So the game just flows easier and he can put guys in and out of these positions. So I've done a really good job learning those three positions and I feel that I can play all three of them. I know that uh, you, know, you certainly want to play your game, but taking a look at Major League Baseball and the players who are playing right now, are there, are there players who you look to as uh, players that you'd like to model yourself after? I was gonna answer that too, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there, there are two guys that are, that are uh, one guy's in the league, he's a, he's a bench guy for the Blue Jays, he's Joe Panic. He's one of the guys mm-hmm. that I, uh, I really admired growing up as a kid because he played baseball at St. John's with my cousin. You know, I watched him grow up in college and watched him go to San Francisco and win a World Series. You know, he's a guy I like to model my game after a bit. And the other one's retired, Hall of Famer, Chase Utley. Like, I just loved watching him play as a kid. Like, just a, just a dirt dog, loved playing baseball. Sweet left-handed swing. So those are two guys I like to model my game after a bit. The Phillies Chase Utley or the Dodgers Chase Utley? <laughs> I like I like the Phillies Chase Utley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, because you know he did, he did play with both of those clubs. Uh, you know you you were a your senior year at Exeter High. I mean you played football and were very very good. You played basketball and you were outstanding. And then you moved on to the diamond. Uh, you know. How did you get that all done in one year? You know, uh, my parents, both both coaches, like my mom, one softball coach, she's, she's about to go on a nice little run in the playoffs this year. You watch. But uh, oh, okay. no, they, they, uh, they really uh, preach playing three sports and how it would help me develop into a better athlete in the long run when I finally focused on that one sport. And, you know, it just, uh, I, I love doing it. Like, I love playing three sports. Anybody who tells their kid that, or any coach or anybody that says playing one sport's the best thing for you is, I, I will go out on a limb and say it's, it's not right. Like I think playing multiple sports helps you become a better athlete and it helps you build more memories. Like football, I have those memories of Friday nights on the, on the football field, scoring a touchdown. Like it's the coolest thing ever, getting up from that and seeing the, the place go nuts. Like, it was so cool. And then the Friday night basketball game against Winnicott, like hitting a big three down the stretch and seeing everyone go, like, it's just those memories and those experiences that'll help you develop more later on in your life. Because when I finally got to focus on baseball, I was like, I play baseball year round now. Like, I thought it was football season. I guess it, I just feel like those sports helped me develop and, you know, love baseball even more after I played those sports. 
What was Boston College like during the pandemic? <laughs> you know, it was, this, this was the this is the most difficult year ever. We had to uh, we were, it was pretty much we were on lockdown, especially as athletes, because we wanted to continue. Our goal before the year even started was to practice every single day together, and in the spring play every single game. So you know, we all committed to it first week of the fall, and we didn't have one positive test in season in the fall or in the spring as a group. So we, we really did a good job in that case. We just, we had a tough year, but it was, it was pretty much on lockdown, getting tested two, three times a week, and, you know, just trying to stay out of the contact tracing situations. But, you know, we, we bought into the 40 guys on that roster and we all just tried to go one day at a time with one another. I was just looking at a lot of the uh, scouting sites uh, that are, you know, taking a look at the upcoming draft. Peter Gammons, who was one of the all-time right. writers here in New England, uh, is keeping an eye on you and speaks very highly of you. And uh, another thing, some of the pro scouts are, uh, you were, Sam asked you who you, who you, you know, modeled yourself after. A lot of the pro scouts are, are putting you in the same ilk of Ben Zobrist, who has, he's a, you know, all-around player. Right. And, he, and he had a great career. And uh, so I just want to see you get with a team that's going to utilize you to your with your abilities to the fullest. That's all, you know. And I'm yeah, sure yeah. that's what you're looking at too. Hit, hit, hit it right up, hit, hit right in the head. That, that's exactly it. I don't like the numbers. They can say whatever they want. I just want to go to a team that truly believes in me, and you know, I want to go and work hard. And I, the biggest thing I want to do is go to a team that's going to win. I want to go win baseball games. Yeah. I want to. I want to win a World Series in the grand scheme of things one day. That's that's the ultimate goal. We've got the NCAA tournament coming up. Who are the who are the teams that in the ACC that uh, have a shot? You know, there's a lot of a lot of sneaky teams right now in the ACC. I think uh, you can never count Louisville out of it. They're always they're always good in the postseason. I think Florida State Florida State had one of the better pitching staffs I've seen in my three years here at college, and I think they have a really good chance at it. And you just can't. NC State's one of the teams that just can get hot and go on a long run. You gotta look at it. at the end of the year. Those teams that are hot, that are on seven, eight game winning streaks going into the postseason, those are the teams that are really gonna make some noise down the stretch. Being a former educator, I always have to ask you about your school and your major, and and, and and what are you what are you enjoying in that part of your life at the Heights? You know, uh, school school's pretty hard at uh, Boston College, especially for us athletes. We we miss every Thursday to Monday with school this year in season. Like it was very challenging, but I'm, I'm an applied psychology major and I'm looking into going into athletic administration, teaching, coaching, counseling. I'm looking to go into any of those fields and, you know, I haven't really decided what focus area I want to go into yet. But, you know, it's been a it's been a challenge. There's a lot of a lot of very smart kids at the at, at BC and, you know, it's been a fun getting to know them and fun trying to educate myself with them. I was going to ask you about if you had a chance to uh, have any contact with uh, another Exeter Blue Hawk alum and, and BC alum, Hunter Long, since he uh, was selected in the NFL draft. You know, uh, I, I wished him luck before the draft. You know, I, I know a lot of the football guys in my class that knew where he was, like, he was going to get drafted pretty high. So, you know, I wished him luck and said, always representing Exeter, man, like, proud to be a Blue Hawk. So it was pretty cool, like, wishing him luck. And, you know, I left him alone after the draft. There's a probably he's probably got a million people texting him. But, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, 
it's really it's really cool to see what he did, especially like I'd be at every football game that I could be in, you know, seeing him out there. I was like, I played I played high school football with that kid. And, yeah. You know, he's out here on the big stage now, so it's pretty cool. I, I think the, th the thing I see between the two of you that that you're determined and focused in your respective sports and I can see good things coming up for both of you guys. So, you know, we're just we're just rooting. I mean, we I don't think this this is like lightning in a bottle. I think so. To have have two youngsters from the Blue Hawk family yeah. and and Boston College family move up to the pros. So we're you know we're we're pulling for you. I, I like I said a few minutes ago. I just want to see both of you get utilized by whatever team and in his case the Dolphins and yours whoever selects you. Cody, what advice would you give to current Blue Hawk players if they're thinking about wanting to play college-level sports? Yeah. Uh, pick, make sure it's the right fit. Like, I know a lot of a lot of kids are, like, looking for, like, the biggest school, like, all this stuff. Like, when I committed to Boston College, it was the perfect fit for me. Like, I knew it wasn't, like, it wasn't the, like, the biggest school. Like, I was being recruited by Virginia Tech and Duke and all those schools, and you know, I picked Boston College because they had the right coach. It was close to my family, and uh, like it was a great education. So for the right for the kids, just continue playing the sport you can in college at whatever level that may be, and make sure it's the right fit for you. Like I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to play right away and play three more years of baseball, and you know I got even luckier to have the chance to get drafted this year. So you know I just want to tell those guys to keep working hard and make sure you go to a school that's the right fit for you. Just to pat you on the back for a little bit here, uh, you extended your career best hit streak to 16 games this year, tied for the fifth longest in BC history. You recorded your 18th multi-hit game of the season and 47th of your career. And uh, you matched your career high of RBI uh, with your fifth four RBI game. So uh, the stats are all there, Cody. Uh, I, think, uh, I think it's uh, quite an accomplishment for you uh, during your first years at uh, Boston College. Of all the players that you played uh, in the Cape Cod League with, and even some of the ones you've seen in college playing against, anybody that you see that uh, you know was a real standout and that you see has got a lot of potential? Yeah, Spencer Spencer Torkelson. Okay. Yeah, he was the number one draft pick last year to the Detroit Tigers. You know, I just I've just never seen like he was a big kid, but I've never seen anyone have an approach like he has and hit like he has. Like the kid, the kid was a the kid was a very impressive person to watch play baseball. So he, he, you'll you'll definitely be seeing him pretty soon in the major leagues. Excellent. Did you play against Vanderbilt? I have not played against Vanderbilt. I've played okay. against a lot of kids. I've played against a lot of the kids on that team though. Okay, I was curious about that rocker kid, the pitcher Kumar Rocker, whether or not you would have a uh, face him anyway. As a, as a competitor, I, as a competitor, I really want to face him. I, really, <laughs> I would I would I would love to face him in lighter, but. You know, they're, they're really good pitchers. Because, so, again, the, Re the Red Sox have the number four pick, and they don't think that either of those guys are going to drop to number four, lighter yeah, or rocker. Drop, if they drop to number four, the Sox are going to get a good one. Yeah, yeah. Who, and, and this is just my last one for you. Who was the toughest pitcher during your college career that you had to face? And, and do you see that, that pitcher being somebody that you're going to have to face in the pros? Yeah, it was uh, Reed Detmers from Louisville. My first okay. ACC series. I think he struck me out on like ten pitches. Or my three at bats, I struck out three times on ten pitches. <laughs> okay. So you can you can do the math on that, but uh, 
Good yeah, morning, good afternoon, and good night. Good night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was an eye-opening experience because I had never seen a lefty pitcher through hard with, like, three different breaking balls. So it, it was it was a pretty eye-opening but cool experience for me. And, you know, he's in he's in minor league baseball right now. So, you know, I hope I, I, hope I see him again. I'd like to I'd like to see if I've grown up since then. See how I do now. There you go. Take him deep, brother. Take him deep. <laughs> I, I, I just want to hit a single off him. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> just let him have one. Boom. And say, yeah, we're even. <laughs> yeah, we're even now. We're good. <laughs> we have this thing we do at the end of each show. It's called the two-minute drill. Just anything we wanted to throw on the table. Anything you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Do you think, do you think the Pats get Julio Jones? <laughs> the answer is the answer is the way that they're spending money down in Foxborough. The answer is probably yes. Yeah, could be, could be. It's going to be interesting to see how that team shakes out this right. year with all the changes and the money they've spent. And uh, it's going to be a, a fun game to watch, especially that opener. Well, against yeah, the Miami opener with Miami Hunter, and Hunter coming, to, yeah. coming to Foxborough. So I, I, I said to uh, Coach Ball when I did an interview with him, I said, are you going to be driving the bus to that road trip? <laughs> and and uh, Coach McQueen, he'll be taking us to a road trip wherever you wind up. I, I, I'm looking forward to that. That's on the bucket list to take a trip and watch you and the pros. So. Yeah, I've been wanting to see different parts in different parts of the country. So wherever you wind up, we're taking a road trip. <laughs> I'm going to hold you guys to that. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> I, know, I know it's probably going to be Amarillo or somebody like that. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with Amarillo. <laughs> hey, hey last, last, last question for you guys. Are you more excited for the Hunter Long game? Return home to, to New England or uh, Tom Brady? Returning to New England. I, you know, I, I'm, I, I, me, it's Hunter. I want to see that Miami Dolphin. That's always been a rivalry. It goes back to our day when they used to call it squish to the fish. And, and, right. uh, and now uh, the new thing for the Dolphins, they had, their new slogan is uh, fins up. So I noticed that was the first thing they had Hunter say when he did an interview. Fins up. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, it's going to be interesting to see both of those games. Tom Brady is amazing. I mean, you've, you know, you've seen over the years that you've watched him. He, he doesn't get any older. He just gets better he, he just he's consistent and I guess that's something for you and and, and for Hunter and, and any young athlete is again stay focused I think that's why Tom Brady is Tom Brady he stayed right. focused he stays true to himself he, he has his regimen he goes through for health and, and fitness and hey look at it he's 40 what 42 is it 42 now something like that is he in that in that early 40 range so you know yeah. keep it up just keep keep yourself going and and uh, good things will happen no doubt about it we're looking forward to it, man. Yeah, just trying to represent Exeter, man. Like, that's it. Like, I love, I love these people back home. You know, my brother, mom, dad, whole family, like the whole and, fan base, like everything. Like, I just, I just want to keep doing, doing well for them. So. Well, my last question for you is, what are you going to do between now and the draft? Just kind of kick back, relax, and and uh, play a little golf and whatever. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna hang out with my brother a lot. Try to get down and watch him play some hoops or. Watch him play. I think he's going to play Legion baseball this summer. You know, just there try to go. spend time with him because I haven't been around much. You know, thanks again, Cody. And we will check back with you after uh, the draft is over and done with. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we've been, like I say, keeping tabs on you for years now and uh, watching your, your growth. And uh, this is fun. This is, this is something special for not only the town of Exeter, but just, the, you know, to see, to see it happen. And uh, we'll check back with you soon. So thanks for joining us today on the Seaco Sports well, Thank you guys so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. That was a special interview. Cody Morissette, we've been trying to get him for a while because he's a busy man. 
Yeah. Fine young man, a great representative of Blue Hawk Sports. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's the type of person and his family in the town, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they, all of them, are ambassadors of Exeter and uh, very important. You know, what I love about Blue Hawk Nation is that, you know, it is a family. Everybody's kind of pulling for everybody. It's, and, and you mentioned that he played three sports at Exeter High, was successful at all three. Right. Uh, and was able to, you know, transition to baseball exclusively for his college career. Sure. And again, determination and focus, no matter what sport it was, you saw it on his face when he was playing. Right. I mean, I was at all those basketball games, so I saw how determined he was. And I was at that championship baseball game up at the Delta Dental Stadium. Uh, you know, this, this kid has it. And one thing I do say, uh, and I, during a Hunter uh, long interview, and Cody would know I did it every time at any of the banquets I attended, that it was, I said to the kids, look, enjoy these years you're in sports at Exeter High School, right. or whatever high school they're at, because the majority of them, that's it. This is the high water mark. This Some will get into the college ranks. Sure. Some will play and do well in college. Right. But to make it to a major league team, that's the odds you know, shrink. And, and so for these two young guys, you know, they, they hit the chemistry the right way. So it's just, you can do it. It's not impossible to do it, but it's just gonna be one of these situations where, you know, this is lightning in a bottle for Exeter High School in particular for this particular year, two, not one, but two, being selected in major league drafts, so. Two minute drill time, uh, anything on the Well, I, I think what I wanted to talk about in my two minute drill was this past PGA tournament with uh, Phil Mickelson and uh, the job that he did uh, at 50 years old yeah. uh, with all the young guys going at him and being able to hold everybody off, uh, it was really ex inspiring. But the, the image that sticks in my mind is him coming up the 18th hole <laughs> and the crowd just enveloping yeah. him. Yeah, that was scary. Says to me, <laughs> the pandemic is over. Yeah, well, that was scary. That, Oh, yo, that, well, that was scary. Oh, okay, yeah, luckily he had South Carolina State Police around him, but it was scary with people holding their cell phones and, oh, yeah. and, and all that type of situation. But for me, that it, that was the, the image to me that said, sports is past the pandemic now. We're on our way. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess that's, yeah. that's and, that was a good feeling when I saw that. And it was I, nice did, I was worried about him. And it was nice to see an old timer win win one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, 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 this is the oldest. Not that I've ever been a big Phil Mickelson fan. I am not. Okay. I, I just there's so many guys on the tour now. I mean, there are a few uh, Spieth and a few of them. Uh, there are you know names. Yep. But there's so many out there that. I don't recognize anymore. Right. So it's just getting, it's the same thing with any sport now. So I, I guess that shows I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, just a couple of things for my two-minute drill today. First off, thank you to all who have found our podcast and uh, our regular listeners now. Thank you very much. Make sure you subscribe. And if you can, put five stars out there for us. It just helps us with all the different services, Apple, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google, whatever. Uh, thank you for your support and also for your comments. Memorial Day. It's the unofficial start to the summer season, but more importantly, it's a day where we remember all those who have given their all for us to enjoy our freedoms that we have. Well, this year, we should also include those who lost their battle to COVID over the past year through no fault of their own. And thank you to 
all who currently serve, and especially those who have given their all for our country. And a little sidebar for me, a special shout-out to my 98-year-old Uncle Phil, a member of the greatest generation and a man who served proudly during World War II. You hang in there, hero. Thanks again to our special guest, Cody Morissette. For Sam Bruno, I'm Sherm Chester, inviting you to join us on our next edition of the Seco Sports Forum. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell to get notified about new episodes of the Seco Sports Forum. Follow the Sports Forum team behind the scenes on our Facebook and Twitter pages. This is Sherm Chester inviting you to join us for the next edition of the Seco Sports Forum. Whoa.